Hello, and welcome to episode 76 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. In this week's podcast, we are discussing the importance of having a learning spirit. So with that, let's go ahead and start the show. Sean, how's it going? Good, Les. How are you today? I am doing fine. You know, we always uh, talk about the weather. Is the weather okay up there? Yeah, the weather's nice. Uh, people don't like listening to what kind of weather we've got out here. You well, know, now I know, I know you're getting excited about a trip. Yeah, yeah, camping trip to uh, Lassen Volcano National Park. And I looked up the pictures. That looks awesome. Actually, uh, one of the guys, um, our engineering guy here, is uh, vacationing close to there. He just took a picture of, of some big lake with Lassen Mountain in the background. Unfortunately, though, he says it's a little smoky. There's a fire going on up there right now. So oh, yeah. hopefully they little, can take care of that. A little dry. It is dry. Yeah. I was telling my wife last night, you know, that's the only, not bad part, but just difference between Texas and California. you got to drive quite a ways in Texas to get somewhere like some of the places in California. Yeah. Well, I still have to drive five hours to this place. So Yeah. True. True. To get out of the city. Yeah, really. Yeah, true. <laughs> Avoid traffic. Leave your... Halfway through so, Friday. So we thought we'd, we'd pick kind of a, a little bit uh, off the beaten path topic uh, today. You know, not to say that some of our other topics haven't been <laughs> off, off the path, but this one's really off the path, I, I would say. Um, so we're going to talk about the importance of having a leadership or a learning ex- uh, spirit. Not a leadership, a learning spirit. In, yeah, in, in your everyday culture. Right? And I think that's what we need to frame this around is what kind of culture are we trying to develop in our organization? You know, we talk, we talk, we got a culture of quality. We got a culture of, uh, of um, accountability and a culture of integrity. So, so the learning culture and that learning spirit, I think is very important. And that's where the leaders in an organization should always be thinking about how, how can somebody be furthered in their, work life for the for the most part but maybe in their in their life life um in general how can they be more fulfilled right having so i think you know i think the first thing i wanted to frame out on this and and i think this is why i was thinking about this the other day was and tell me if you ever have this happen and that is the fact of of people that take the mentality of baby bird syndrome they open their mouths and they want to be fed Yeah. as opposed to taking the approach of what can I do to better myself? So I, without trying to generalize too much and, and pick on any of the groups too much. Um, and what I mean by groups is generation groups. You know, I think that there seems to be uh, kind of a trend here lately from what I can tell where People are expecting to be fed as opposed to taking the initiative. Do you get that impression at all when you interview people or absolutely? And I mean, I've got a couple of examples, even even that happened today. And and I've got two sides of the coin on these examples. Uh, But you're right. People. It seems to me, if I put my psychology hat on, which I shouldn't own a psychology hat at all. and neither one yeah. of us should. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's easy that way. Just to ask somebody or say, "I don't know." There's no, there's no, I don't know. 
shame is not the right word, but there's no shame in saying, I don't know. I, and I, yeah. And I don't want to, yeah, like you say, you don't want to get into generational type things, but you know, if you, if you said, I don't know, you learn fast and you better, you better figure out how best to get all the information you can before you, you say, I don't know you, you, what you, what you should say and what you should try to get to is, Hey, I know all of this stuff, but I'm not getting to the end result. You know, how can you help me or can you please help me? Rather than just, I don't know, feed me. Like you said, the, the baby bird syndrome. We, we had a, we had a, we had a, yeah. um, no, an, an item, an example today where somebody was, was doing something and the part that they were using broke. So it was a moving part and everything like that. It broke. And the guy turned around and said, it's broke. What do I do? Meanwhile, in our yard, we have about 50 other trailers with the same exact piece on it. <laughs> hey, do you think you can go grab one from the other one and then we'll fix the one that just broke? But right now you got to get this one out. You know, that, that thought process so, of how can I, how can I get the job accomplished is, uh, that's what I was going to say is, is how do you get people to think in the mode of trying to solve the problem, you know, internally first or within yourself first before you start reaching out? How do you get people to, it's almost like you're saying of lazy speech. It's some sort of, uh, uh, wording that goes along those same lines as to it's just easier. Yeah. To and, and I will say though, right. I did say yeah. there were two sides to the coin. Uh, the other side is sure is, okay. you know, me as the leader of, of the person that told me the story, who was a supervisor said, what are you doing to make sure that this person can think outside of his or her, you know, one cubic meter or one, one square meter plot of land that he's standing on, you know, so, right. so the, the leadership and the culture has got to come down from us leaders and the supervisors and everything like that about, about, Hey, not, not just do a task to get a task done, understand what the end result needs to be. And so how do you formalize that and get that, that, that learning culture? And I, I don't want to say training because we, we've talked about training. We've talked about, Hey, invest in yourself. Yeah. yeah this is more than yeah. training. You know, training is in my mind, is something that is predefined and required. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the above and beyond activities yeah, right they, now, in my mind. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't it's the ability to be that utility player. And 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 you don't have to have all the answers yeah. or get everything done, but you have to you have to think through what the end result. I guess that's where I'm gonna harp on that. If 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 you are aware of what the goal is, and you should be aware of what the goal is if you're working on anything. If you're not, then it's then it's incumbent upon you to ask your supervisor, well, what is the goal? What are we trying to accomplish? And then that communication line has to be clear. So if you know and, and have been shown what the or told what the goal was, all right, now how do you best get that accomplished without too many resources or too much time? You know, the the the, the items that are valuable to uh, everyone in business and everybody in life right now. There's, there doesn't seem to be enough time or resources to do everything that needs to be done. Right. So, you know, a second ago, you brought up a, a great point that made me think a little bit further that I think you're right. There is two sides uh, to this scenario. It, when we're talking about those things that are above and beyond, you know, initially in my mind, I was thinking this is really up to the employee solely. But you're right, it's not. I think we as leaders, we do have to create that environment where people feel like they can go above and beyond 
and that they're not constantly going to get, you know, struck down for making a decision and, and, and moving forward with it. Um, and that we're using those as, you know, learning lessons and we're, we're praising those activities and we're, you know, being out front with, with those types of things. I think there are things that we as leaders can do to help support, uh, people going past, like you were saying there, their one by one little plot of <laughs> land that's around their head and, and, and turning that one by one plot into a, you know, a, yeah, at least a that's 10 by start. 10 plot or something like that. One, one. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You know, so, so I think, well, I was going to say, I think you bring up a great point. It kind of gave, gave me a little epiphany there that, uh, I was originally thinking this was solely on the onus of the employee. And you're right. It's really not. It's not. Now I wouldn't say it's 50, 50 for this type you're right, of stuff. You're right. You're reading my mind. You know, hey, it's, it's 65, 35, debate. if not 70, 30 yeah. on the employee, on the employee. Yes. Because I would agree as far as, as far as what we're talking about here, remember we're framing this out as, you know, um, you know, having a learning spirit and people going, not people going past, their day job or their job description or their, or their normal activities. It's those things outside of the box that, that, that really um, highlight that person and help them to do more that helps the company as a whole. So we're talking about that. So that's well, why here, like, for example, another example, we've got welding that goes on in our shop and, and there's guys, Oh, I want to be a welder. I want to be a welder. Okay, fine. Give you a little weld test. See how you do. Okay. Here's your pointers. So you, we provide on the on the clock the test and some tips, but then after that, it's all about hey, what are you doing to practice? What are you doing to learn? Right? You, you can't do too much practice on the clock. You got to get you, you know your other your other work done. If you're not a welder and you want to become a welder, you got to get your day job done, and then if you want to be a welder, you've got to learn how to do it in practice, and then come back and you know pass a test you know, with flying colors so that, you know, that's where you get the extra couple bucks an hour pay raise and, and the prestige of being, and I'm going to say it that way, prestige of being a welder, because if there's people out there that, that can weld, there's plenty of jobs for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's definitely an art form. There's so, no I mean, management you know, can provide that type of, of learning environment and that encouragement. And believe me, I've heard people say, oh, you know, I want to be a lawyer. And my first question is, okay, well, what have you done to practice? You haven't practiced here because you didn't ask to stay That's late. Right. So it's always available. Actually, in our, in our shop, it's kind of nice. We, the shop stays open an extra hour after everybody goes. And if, if you want to practice welding or doing something, you can stay in, in practice. So. so the example I have was an mm -hmm. employee that wanted to become a project manager. And so I asked the employee, well, what do you think the roadmap should look like for becoming a project manager? Well, most of the answers back was, well, if I could take off of work and, and work on these books and, and, and if I could, uh, um, you know, practice on these jobs and this jobs. In other words, it was all about how much can I soak out of the company to make sure that the company is taking care of making sure mm. that I get to take this leap into a new role. There was none, of, there was nothing where the employee was saying, well, I'm going to work on, on testing myself for the PMP. I'm going to study for the next six months, you know, at the end of the evenings. And, and then I'm going to take the, the test on a Saturday. And, and when I take the test, you know, then if I could have some, some practice jobs in house, you know, 
So in other words, his plan was unrealistic. It was all about what the company was going to do to get him there as opposed to what that person themselves would need to do to get him there. You know, and I think that that's, that's the biggest part that really uh, annoys me about, and that, and that's why I used at the mm-hmm. beginning of this whole thing, the baby bird syndrome, you know, it's uh, sit there with your mouth open and, and expect somebody's just yeah. going to feed and what, you. What I'd like to say about that and something that I know I've grown in is a uh, little emotional intelligence and taking, taking that exchange between you and that other employee and getting irritated. The thing that you have to do is take a deep breath and say, okay, if, especially if the person is a, is a good worker and there is potential because you, you're the one that has to see the potential in them. Okay. You know, sure. not, not yep. baby them at all, but say, okay, this, this seems realistic for me. You go home and study these books or whatever. And then the next job that comes up, you could be, you could be, you know, a helper to Joe over here. That's going to be the project manager. And then, and then I'll talk to Joe about training you and then see, see where that goes. Right. Yeah, and I do mm-hmm. think that that's the the thirty percent where the leader can kind of help lay out a plan because I, I will say that there's there's yeah. a lot of people that don't know what they don't know, you know, um, the, the 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 thought that in other words they're not sure how to plan it out, so they need they they need some help, they need some guidance, and I think that when the employee then comes in and, and is truly uh, looking for guidance and accepting guidance, then that's where, as a leader, I'm willing to go above and beyond. It is. It is a self-feeding uh, to their goal. Momentum building plan and 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 uh, process for that that employee and the company. If if you can get that kind of um, momentum going in an employee, where where they come in and they just do well what they're doing, and then not not grab more than they can handle, but grab a little bit to help and then, and then show that they're more valuable to the, to the organization. And believe me, if, if you have somebody that's more valuable, but not an expert in any one area, you know, they, they're the ones that might stay around the longest. Yeah. You know, and I think to, to add on to this, and and I think we talked about this a little bit in our, in our training topic. And that is the fact that there are a lot of companies and a lot of leaders that say, well, you know, I'm not going to take the time to, you know, let this person or help this person go above and beyond because they'll just get their PMP or yeah, their welder certification and thought move process on. right there. I think no doubt. And and I think that what what a leader needs to do then, mm-hmm. and this is the hardest part for a leader, is yeah. that they need to look yeah. inward because that means there's something else wrong. You know, they're and they probably don't want to admit it, but your culture is probably off or, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult place to work or you're not, you're not paying, you know, appropriately with the market or something is wrong. If you've got multiple people mm-hmm. that are just getting what they need and then running for the door, yeah. you know, so, yeah. you know, definitely be careful for that. You know, so, you know, I think that, um, you know, the other reason that we kind of wanted to touch on this topic is because, you know, it's becoming, uh, more and more important as, you know, technology and information resides at your fingertips, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, we're going through a scenario within our company where um, uh, we're reevaluating our culture and we're redoing our values 
And one of the things our leaders having us do, I was just going to bring that topic up. What do you think about that? Yeah, getting homework. And these are, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, now again, I don't have a problem doing it because one, I like to read, and two, I like to read books where I'm learning something. I don't, I don't necessarily like to read just for pure enjoyment. I always like to read. You know, in other words, I'm not going to pick up a Harry Potter book. But I will okay, pick well, that's up where some pretty fat computer books. I've read, I've read all the Harry Potter books three books. times. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, why I have no idea. But it, but if I'm going to read, I, I, I learned all the spells. To, you know, learn something. Now, of course, a lot of people say that. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say a lot of people say that out of those books, you'll probably learn a lot out of them. <laughs> you know, but um, you know, I think it, it's it's not too much to ask that an employee uh, every once in a while have some homework, as long as you don't overdo it. Um, I think, I think that that's also another area where um, you kind of separate yourself. If you do take on those small challenges. Now, if, if, a, if a leader is abusing you and having you do homework mm-hmm. on all kinds of stuff all the time, then you got to call time out there somewhere, you know, so you got to watch for that. But, you know, this is obviously, in my particular case, this is obviously a very large initiative. It involves every employee in the organization. And, you know, it's in, important to changing the culture. So, you know, he had all the leadership team read these read, read these books. And then uh, now we've got key people in the organization reading them. And then we've got uh, certain managers, supervisors and stuff that we're going to have uh, read the books at some point. And he's made it very clear when he came around and talked to everybody that he's going to be asking questions out of the well, book. Well, that's well, you know, that's you know, that's so, an interesting topic. You, I guess I've been couple things. The book. <laughs> just so that the word clear. <laughs> Hourly people, you can't have do work outside of the time that they punch the clock. Otherwise, you have to pay them. So, so those, yeah, all professionals. Yeah, all, all professionals. No, that's why we're talking. That's why I yeah. stopped at supervisor. Well, okay, yeah, so then that's 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 a question I'll come up with. So the and, boss you know, says, "Hey, read yeah. these books, and I'm going to quiz you on it." Is there, is there an overarching theme and like, um, is he going to go quiz you just because he wants to know that you read it or is he going to make sure that you want, you understand the material? It's like being back in high school. Did you pass the test or do you understand the material? No, he, he's made it very clear that he's going to make sure that you understand uh, why the values that we've just rolled out are very important. So the questions are going to reside around it along with the support yeah. of the book. So he's not going to ask a question on page 275. Yeah. You know, the, the person asked this, then what did they do? No, that's not what he's doing. No, he's, he's, he's going to be making sure that people are buying in to the values that we're rolling out to the environment and that people learning are them. truly yeah. reading them, learning them, taking them to heart and living them. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be talking through them when we do, uh, you know, reviews, we're going to be, uh, uh, talking through them whenever we do business reviews. Um, we're going to be talking pretty much at every chance we get, we're going to be talking about these, these values that we're rolling out. Mm -hmm. You know, he's wanting to uh, leave a legacy behind and this is very important to him. You know, he's about to hand the company off to his, to his son at some point. Good planning to make sure planning. you know, it's in and, this state uh, that I, he wants to leave it in. One thing that, that, that we do, we've got yeah. Um, yeah. our values, and, and they're all over the place. And anytime there is a question that comes up, we always go back to that. Does that does it meet the, the integrity, real customer service, 
Depending yes. on, of course, I'm going to forget the three. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Miner, Miner pasted literally on uh, my windows from my office. There's three sections to it. There's a mission, the values, and the vision. And I actually, uh, they oh, yeah. actually um, pasted them with a kind of a clear acrylic up on my glass. So you just see the words is all you see. So it's, it's very cool looking. I've gotten a lot of uh, compliments. That's uh, good. Yeah, over that's it. good. So yeah, ours yeah, yeah. really turned Dependability, out. real customer turned service, very and integrity. Nice. So, you know, if, if yeah. a question comes up as to what, what we're going to do, you know, we just go back, okay, well, how should we yeah. handle it based on these values? And it's, a, it's, it's an easy conclusion and direction for a conversation. So anyway, so how is that learning or how is that a, a, a spirit yeah. of learning? I'm very but, nice. Well, I think the, I think the point is, is that, you know, employees as a whole, have have got to to take the initiative and take the steps that are important to them that are above and beyond their daily roles if they're wanting to move further. Now, keep in mind, if they're wanting to stay where they're at and it works for the company, you know, you, you got to have Indians also. You know, everybody can't be moving towards, you know, a certain job in the in the company. Um, you know, so you've always got that Designer that yeah, wants to maybe be a designer for talk about one forty days, years and, and does matrix. a great job at it and has and, no desire to go further. Ones and twos and ones and twos yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad or, yes. or you know you don't have great ambitions or aspirations. It's they're the they're the, the stalwarts, like you said, the, the drafters and the project managers and and you know many different job titles that they are very good in it and that's what they want to just do. And you need you need those people. You definitely need those people. So, um, yeah, if people have heard of the non-box matrix, yeah. um, that's a, uh, to me, that's a handy, handy tool. Yeah. And I think that, yes, talk to them. you know, and I think that when you are working with employees, don't ever assume, you know, where they're wanting to go. You, you got to talk to them. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I've had to, uh, to practice and learn even further, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, I truly understand where the employees want to go. I may ha- I may desire them to go one direction because it helps the company, but they want to go another direction mm-hmm. because it helps, you know, their personal, um, you know, desire as to what they want to do with their life. And Well, yeah, and you know, honestly, that is a fine line. That, uh, if somebody wants to do something that, that company benefits more of their career and future career potentially outside of your company because maybe you don't need the, the skill that they want to develop. Uh, you know how you know how much right. do you spend, whether it's dollars or time, right. uh, allowing them to do it, you know, on the clock, uh, when you know it's going to ultimately. Well, you you can think that it might move them elsewhere, but you never know. It, it could keep them there, and they could be very uh, happy in the long run. They just have this extra skill or a different approach, a different approach to the problems that you see or the the solutions that you need in your existing job. Well, and I think the reason I say that is because, you know, I've been in a situation where I was not happy with what I was doing. And you can only do that for so long and be productive and good at it. Um, you know, so you've got to be true to yourself. You've got to understand what makes you happy. You've got to understand, you know, what you're good at. 
and truly uh, evaluate yourself and, and try to drive towards what makes sense for you. And then, of course, if it works out with that making sense for what the company needs, then, you know, so be it. But, yeah. you know, and I do think, uh, you know, that's that's definitely there's somewhat of a gray line there. I think that, you know, employers can help cu- uh, employees kind of understand and and yeah. see maybe a different path that works for both of you. You know, there's some there's some selling no, that can go on. No, there don't lie to an employer. Don't lie to your employer. Do, they, just don't ever you, lie to you an should, employer. You should, and, and you should instill yeah, honesty. If you're going to instill don't, a don't. learning environment, you've got to instill an honest yeah. environment. Straightforward with people, no doubt. I guess, you know, summing up um, your last thought there yeah, exactly about right. happiness, and I think that's, that's true, and I'm, I think... I don't know who said it, but it's it's out there that people say, you know, you create your own happiness. Don't expect somebody else to create happiness for you. So that's kind of the the opposite of this baby bird syndrome, right? So if if you if you want to create your own happiness, then then it is up to you. Now you yes. get good breaks and bad breaks, and and you know you might not be as happy as you could be, but you got to live with where you are. And if you want to be someplace else. Well, then the learning is all about you on getting to that next place where you think you're going to be more happy. Well, same. Geez, I'm very happy that it was perfect. That is a great way to sum it up. <laughs> I don't do many things perfectly. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> on a perfect note. So, uh, <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and uh, end right here? I think uh, on a perfect note. I think that, uh, you know, we just really kind of wanted to touch on this subject because, you know, we as uh, Sean and I, as, you know, leaders and organizations, you know, we see and talk to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, these are these are things that uh, we feel are uh, important and that, you know, people in the workforce should address. So, you know, we hope that uh, you got something out of this and um, we will be back with you, you too, next Les. week to Bye. discuss Cheers. another topic. Sean, you have a great week and take care. Yep. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man versus Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week.